Our ego can find evidence for anything. And it already is doing that unconsciously. It is finding evidence of why you can't do certain things. It's finding evidence of why that person is wrong and you're right. It's finding evidence of how you're not good enough and, 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 and. So we need to bring consciousness to finding evidence, evidence over emotions, because emotions can give us really great insight into how we are perceiving something and where there's an opportunity. Maybe our values are being challenged or maybe we haven't gotten stretched in our capability to handle something, et cetera. Emotions can be really important. This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic into the physical. I'm Makosina Jezer. I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle, speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, Let's begin your transformation. Oh, I know we're going to get into some uncomfortable conversation today. I literally just created a video talking about why you need to build an ego, especially if you are a spiritual woman. And it's getting some hate. It's getting a lot of pushback especially from the spiritual community, because in the spiritual space, there is this idea that having ego is bad. And so you need to be completely, to be a good spiritual person, you must be humble. You must be, and yes, I do agree with being humble to a degree, but it's being humble to your higher self and the co-creation and nature and alignment Sorry, I already got off on a side quest. <laughs> but people are upset because I said this. And in the spiritual space, there was this idea of like, no, you must be completely selfless. And so there is an illusion. There is an illusion that I just want to help people. And I don't have an ego. I don't do anything for myself. I only want to help you. And none of that is real because we are human. And if someone says that to me, immediately, I'm completely suspicious. I'm not saying that you should just be out to harm people. And, but I think it's important that we understand, that we understand what it is that we get when we give of ourselves, when we express ourselves and be honest about that. For example, I am not just doing this podcast to help you. I also do this podcast because it fulfills me, because it's an expression of who I am at the core. Now, the difference is, is that I'm not doing this podcast just to get something, right? It's not just for something externally. It is an expression of something internal being made external, and that's really the difference. So the spiritual space or the spiritual idea that ego is bad unconsciously has us thinking that being human is bad. 
and that the things that come with 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 just our humanity are somehow wrong. And when we do that, we unconsciously suppress that and ignore that and try to only be good, or at least what our idea of good is. And what that means is we end up disconnected from half of ourselves, deluding ourselves about who we actually are and what we actually want. I'll give an example of how I see this show up in spiritual women a lot because they're told this idea like, you should not have an, an ego. You want to kill the ego. And it manifests as women thinking that their desires are bad. So sometimes I'm working with a client asking her what she really desires. And I can literally see it show up. And then she tries to justify her way out of wanting that. Like, well, you can see what she really wants, that there's something that came up that she really wants, right? And then... It's like, well, I would be okay with if someone just recognized me. And it's like, is that genuinely what you desire? Is that genuinely what you desire? Because part of the problem that happens in the human domain is that when we deny our humanity, when we don't just deal with the fact that we are human and that we have desires, that we have human needs, that we have a reason for becoming human, to just try to be good, quote unquote, good or pure or holy all the time, we end up unable to fulfill our purpose here, unable to create what we are here to create on this plane, have the impact that we're here to have, create the connections that we're here to create, be connected to nature. It's our human aspect that is connected to this plane. So when I'm saying English is challenging because sometimes we have to use words with multiple meanings, right? So when I'm saying that we need to build, you probably need to build an ego. If you've been on a spiritual journey and you have been destroying your ego, you've been letting go of certain things, releasing certain things, there's nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. And simultaneously, what structures are you putting in? The, what scaffolding? Are you putting in place? What ways of being are you putting in place that allow for your essence to express on this plane? For example, I'll use my own life as a, I'll throw it up out there. <laughs> as a child, it did not feel safe to me because of the area I grew up in. It did not feel safe for me to be an observer, to be observant. Because when I am that, which by the way, my essence is, <laughs> for sure, I would be called stuck up. People would accuse me of being cold, aloof, too detached, unemotional, and so on and so forth. And so I curated and crafted, built an ego that was a people pleaser, that was overly expressive and like overcompensated for not wanting to be perceived as what I thought was bad, that it was bad to be cold, that it was bad to keep to yourself or to be quiet or whatever, to not always have a smile on your face, right? So then I came to understand and really explore more of myself. And as I was doing that, I was like, no, my aligned expression, let me be clear, my aligned expression is sometimes aloof and also, like my gifting comes through in my ability to 
not get overly emotional about certain things, to not automatically just react to any and everything and be able to have less emotional stake in the experiences that I'm having. Now, some could say, oh, well, that's just trauma. For sure. Trauma probably played a role in that. And also, I believe that it can serve me. But when I was the opposite, I was, I felt disconnected. I felt like I was wearing a mask. I felt like I couldn't be myself. I felt like da 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 da. See, what our ancestors really had right and did well, I won't say that everything was like perfect, but we have some really great ancient wisdom. And part of every ancestral culture, at least that I've come across, is space for diverse expression, that there isn't just one way of being good or one way of looking spiritual, and also that there was space for humanity, that we addressed what it means to be human in the culture, in our ways of navigating. And so that can be like our sexuality. The fact that we are human beings means we are sexual beings. So rather than saying like, oh, that's bad. That aspect of us is bad. Let's just hide that. Well, what has that resulted in? On an individual level, it's created some really unhealthy dynamics within individuals. But as a collective, because of the suppression of that egoic, that human aspect of ourselves, it manifests it like that darkness comes out because we aren't looking at it. So Building an ego is not, when I'm saying this, well, I'm not saying like, go and become a narcissist. No, what I am saying is that if you are trying to have no ego, well, number one, you are just going to be swampy. Your energy is just going to be a doormat, basically. And the world needs leaders and you are not going to be that leader if you do not have some solidity about yourself. And I know that spiritual women, because I've just spent so much time with them, spiritual women spend so much time on focusing on everything that is bad about themselves and wrong and shameful and that they should have guilt about and yada, yada, yada. So when I'm saying that what the medicine that's really necessary right now is for these spiritual women, maybe you, if you can sit and write down a list of 20, 50 things that are quote unquote wrong about you or bad about you that you need to fix, that you need to let go of and so on and so forth. But yet when I ask you to write down the same number of things that are great about you, I know you are going to have a hard time with that. I'm speaking in generalities, but you can let me know if I'm just making this up because I know I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not making this up because I'm see it so much. I do this practice with clients that I feel like can be really valuable for you too, is understanding that we can find evidence for anything. Our ego can find evidence for anything. And it already is doing that unconsciously. It is finding evidence of why you can't do certain things. It's finding evidence of why that person is wrong and you're right. It's finding evidence of how you're not good enough and, 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 and. So we need to bring consciousness to finding evidence, evidence over emotions, because emotions can give us really great insight 
into how we are perceiving something and where there's an opportunity. Maybe our values are being challenged or maybe we haven't gotten stretched in our capability to handle something, et cetera. Emotions can be really important. However, they can blur things. Like I've had sat and had conversations with the most incredible. It's probably you. You're listening to this and I know it's you. Because when I sit and I have a conversation with you and I can see, anyone can see that you're amazing, that you have this genius, that you have this beauty in you, that you have this intelligence in you, that you have this power about you and, 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 and. And yet when I sit and I have my clients and you too sit down and write down 50 pieces of evidence that you are good at this that you are capable of that, that it is possible for you to be, insert, trait, disciplined, a leader, a great communicator, speaker, et cetera, et cetera. Most spiritual women really struggle with that. So that's where this is coming from. The shamanic perspective is that there isn't right or wrong on this plane, that what can be medicine at one time might be poison another time. And that anything, even things that we think are good, can be destructive in doses that are too high or too low. So the amount of ego destruction matters. When you destroy the ego matters. So if there's a time to destroy the ego, there is also a time to build it. And on a collective level, this next 10, 20 years, next few decades, it's going to be crucial that women build their egos, that women begin to have even just a fraction of the confidence in their God-given, ancestrally inherited gifting so that they can actually wield it, so that you can wield it. Because if you are put on this plane for a purpose, and yet you have not been able to build the confidence that that is real, that your gifting is real, then you will not lean into it, that you will not express it. And then, well, look at the state of the world. People are more unfulfilled than ever, disconnected, shit is falling apart. <laughs> and we're moving into a season where we need more spiritual women leading. That is the medicine that is necessary going to be a time for spiritual women and men who are also spiritually connected. It's going to need leadership. It's going to need it, meaning the world. The world is going to need solidity. We cannot all be monks at this time. It is going to be so important for us to be able to operate in this world that as this system and these ways of doing things crumble, that we are able to build a new one. And in fact, the faster we are able, the faster, the more solid, the more stable, that we are able to build a different reality for ourselves and our families and our communities, the faster we can do so for this planet. But we can do that if you are just trying to stay humble. Humble yourself to your gifts. Humble yourself to your calling. Humble yourself to the divine mission that is who you are here to be 
Our purpose isn't what we're here to do. Our purpose is who we're here to be. You can't be a who without an ego. And that is all. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages, and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials. In euphoria.